Hey guys, I'm back with another banger. So I know it's been like a long ass time since I've been, uh, since I recorded. And uh, so many explanations, so many explanations. First of all, the fucking holidays just passed. Um, So I got wrapped up in that. Um, and then your girl, your girl got got. No, I'm not pregnant. Not that got. I got fucking COVID. They, they got your girl, bro. They got your girl. Hold on, let me check on my delivery. Ooh, that was quick. Don't got no choice but to be quick. Um, uh, why does it still say that? But no, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, they they done got they done finally caught up with your girl. They done caught up with your girl. I got COVID, gee. I done dodged it for two hot girl summers. All the houses, all the kickbacks, all the um, gigs, like. And listen, I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. Like, I know you probably like you stupid bitch. Like, why the fuck was like you went being unsafe this whole time? And like, no, because when this shit first started, I was being safe and shit. Like, I was doing the like. Really, all I did was go to work when it, when it first started. I was going to work. Well, honestly, that shit was dangerous as fuck. That's I don't know. I've been, I, I've went so far. I've came so far without getting it. I went to work. I was, first of all, best summer ever, summer 2020. I shouldn't have, okay, fine. I shouldn't have been out. I was, I was going to work and I was hanging out with my friends at night. Whole, whole motherfucking city closed. Like, couldn't even find nowhere to use the bathroom one night, like downtown. Couldn't find nowhere to use the bathroom. That's how shut down the city was. But it's like, dang, I've, I've risked a lot. Baby, we was hanging out, had a little boo or whatever. Probably should have had a little boo because that was looked at as outrageous because, bitch, you could catch COVID. Why are you meeting new people? Baby, look, I don't give a damn. It's like, no. No, I cared. I was just like, it's, <laughs> I was having fun. But... I say that because I didn't I didn't risk it. Don't even don't even let me start on the the um next year after that when I went back to Alabama. Girl. <laughs> Girl, like so I done been through it all, honey, and I decided to get, mind you, the cases just started going up. So I just started to be more careful. I, I just started to be more careful again. I'm wiping the hell off the desk, wiping the desk down at my job at before and after every use, before the person I relieve, and I'm wiping the desk down after I leave or right before I leave, I'm wiping it down. I'm hand sanitizer, rubbing it in, all that. And I was still, imagine I'm still, I always wore my mask everywhere I went. But it's like, I started to be more careful because the cases was going up. Everybody was getting sick. It was another little whatever. You don't know if you got the, you know, the cold, I sound like an old ass lady. You don't know if you got COVID or just regular, another sickness going around. Child, it was a mess. So I'm like, okay, let me start being more careful. 
boom, I done got COVID. Like, I done got sick my entire, y'all. I got sick when I was at, like, and I started feeling it a little bit. I know y'all probably don't want to hear about this, but whatever the hell, whatever. I started feeling it, um, like, then I work overnight. So, like, a few hours before I went into work, like, I felt it was the slightest tingle in my throat. So, I was like, man. And I always, usually, when I, like, even before the pandemic, when I just get a regular cold, I'm like, I, I get, like, a tingle in my throat, and I feel myself when I'm finna get sick and stuff, and I usually prepare. So, I felt like the, a little tingle in my throat. I'm like, oh, Lord. I didn't, not even thinking that it's not, not even thinking nothing like, okay, I'm probably just, I'm probably either feel myself getting sick or it, it'll go away. Cause sometimes it does go away. So I'm like, ooh, I, um, should I call out for work? Whatever. Talk to my, tell my mom and stuff about it. But then I knew I'm like, I wasn't going to call out for work cause I'm like, it's probably nothing. So the, um, so a couple hours, like a couple hours went by. And it's like it got worse and worse, like my throat. And then so it it came to the time where it's like it's a little bit like it's too late to call off or, you know, I'm going to get uh, they're going to say something if I call off. So I'm like, fuck, fuck, I should have called off. My throat was really like hurting bad. Like it's, it was starting to hurt bad. I'm like, oh, I don't feel good type stuff. Whatever. So I went into work. Um. Again, like, it just gradually got worse while I was at work. I was like, oh, I don't feel good. My stomach was hurting, too. So that's why I was just thinking, like, okay, maybe it's like a little stomach thing I got. So I was, like, pooping and stuff, like, going to the bathroom. And it just got worse and worse. I started, it was to the point where I got chills. I could not walk. Like, I was getting bad chills. I was freezing. Like, no, no matter where I went, I was freezing. I felt nauseous, like, it was all bad, like, and then the process, first of all, the process to go home for my job is so fucking dumb, it's so fucking dumb, they will let you die before they let you fucking leave, so I had, I did the little correct procedures or whatever to fucking leave, I called my supervisor, and I told her what was going on, she let me leave, whatever, um, but child, I, as soon as I walked outside and I got in my car and I started my car up, like, I just could not, like, I, I got back out and I started throwing up, like, I couldn't even drive. I, I knew the car because I get car sick easily. So, like, I knew when I was already sick, like, it would be no good. I'm like, how the fuck? And the whole time I'm thinking, how the fuck am I finna drive home? <clears throat> I started throwing up on the side or whatever, I, like, outside my job. And so I was driving home, and I was driving, and I was like, okay, mind you, my mom, I was driving to my mom's house. My mom lived far as fuck. So I'm like, how the fuck am I finna make it home? I started getting dizzy. I had to pull over. This is a long story. This is longer than I intended to be. <clears throat> but um, anyway, child, I got dizzy as fuck, like. It was so bad. It was so bad. I like I was I was crying. Like I pulled over and the, like I didn't pull over on a in a hospital um on purpose. Like 
I, I had no intentions on going in the hospital, but that was the closest thing. And imagine you had a... I don't know if y'all heard that. Sorry. I, don't, I said remind me four hours later. Anyway. Um... Imagine you have to pay for hospital parking, which I think is fucking dumb as fuck. What the fuck? That's dumb as fuck to me. Like, what if I want to check on my loved one, like, on some emergency type shit, whatever. But you had to pay for parking, so I went around to this little back spot or whatever, where it's, like, handicapped parking by, like, the dumpsters, whatever. And I just sat there with my fucking hazard lights on. And I sat there for a good, like, 10, min- 10 15 minutes. I was like, oh, my gosh, I feel horrible, G. Like, if I, I cannot drive. Oh, hold on, guys. Oh, shit, my food. That was pretty quick. Hold on, I'm going to pause this. Okay, I'm back now. Y'all, my delivery driver just acted like a whole ass, like a whole idiot. <laughs> not even the... It's not even getting here because I knew it was going to be hard. It's hard getting here because the GPS sends you the fuck off. So, and he actually got inside, like, the parking lot easily. He was just dumb not, like, trying to figure out where the building is and not listening to my fucking instructions. Then I told this man I'm fucking sick, and I literally told him he he could just leave it because I had to step outside to show him where I was at. I told him, like, he could just leave it on the steps or whatever. He still, I'm like, you can leave it on the steps because I'm sick. This man stills get, still gets close to me to show me, to talk about the fucking address, whatever the fuck. And I'm like, what the fuck? I just told him, like, this is why people be sick because they don't know fucking personal fucking space and they don't fucking listen. Anyway, back to the story. So, yes, I was fucking, I was dizzy as fuck, y'all, crying, could not fucking um, drive home. I was, when I, once I finally tried to drive home again, like, I tried to pull out, bitch. I started feeling dizzy all over again, bitch. I started crying. I'm like, oh my God, how the fuck I'm feeling again? Like, what the fuck? I called my mama, and my mama is my mama. She told myself, oh, my, is it that bad? Like, yes, it's fucking bad. Like, I would have been home by now if it wasn't this bad. I, like, what the fuck? I'm not being dramatic for no reason. And so, um, so I finally, like, pushed myself to get home, y'all. Struggle, but whatever. I just pushed myself to get home. Man, <laughs> I took my work shit off. My eye was freezing. I was just, I would want to get under the covers, G. I was just freezing. I took all my fucking clothes off and I just got directly under the covers, just horrible, just freezing, got chills. And I just struggled for the rest of that. that. The first day, now that day, that was the worst. That was the worst. Like people kept asking me, was I okay? But I, like, I kept saying, like, y'all should ask me that the first day because I would have told you, fuck no. <laughs> I would have told you hell to the hell, hell no. Like, I ain't never felt nothing like that before. Like, I was just going through it. Like, oh, and then my mama, imagine it gets hot now. It gets hot as fuck up in my in our house, my mama's house. It gets hot as fuck. So my mom obviously, like, naturally, I, you know you're supposed to sweat a fever out. My mom told me, like, don't open up, like, no windows or nothing like that. Don't let no air in, like, nothing. And so, I'm like, I, I, you know, I know I had to do that anyway. Like, you got to sweat a fever out. But, man, I was burning the fuck 
up. Like, I was crying. Like, I was suffering, y'all. I was just suffering, laying down, suffering, waiting. And then my mom got to take care of my grandma and stuff. So she couldn't really take care, like, come over to take care of me right away. Imagine, I didn't even know. I still haven't got tested at this point. So, like, I was just laying there, like, suffering, like, for the rest of the day. Like, hours. Because I, I think I left work at 7. No, no, no. I left work at, like, 6.40-something, like, a.m. in the morning. So, I was there for... I was at home for a minute. <laughs> and then my mom finally came. She came later that day, and she took care of me. Shout out to my mama. I love her, because she really took care of me. And um, so then, like, I think... When did I get tested? The next day? I think I got tested the next day. First of all, it's a fucking struggle. It's a fucking struggle. If y'all if y'all tried to get tested recently, you know that it's a fucking struggle trying to get tested, G. I took a rapid test and I took... I took a rapid and a PCR test. I took two PCR tests. I still haven't gotten the results from the other PCR, which is still fucking weird. It's been way too long. But um, my PCR came back positive, bitch. I said, what? what? I knew it was a possibility, like, I had COVID, but it's like, damn... I didn't think <laughs> I'm like, damn, so I really say positive. And I know PCR tests aren't really accurate, especially now with this new variant. So I'm like, what the fuck, man? Wait till other shit come back. My other test came back uh the next day. It came back positive. My other P- my PCR test came back. Yeah, I don't know if I said the right whatever. If I did if I said the wrong one, then uh what I really meant is the piece, the rapid tests aren't really accurate. So my PCR came back the next day. That shit said positive too. So I'm like, oh fuck. So yeah, I just been here for days. I've been getting better and better, honestly. Like I'm, I'm, I'm cool now for sure. It was just like every time I woke up, my throat would be hurting. It's just the first day. My bad. Wait. My bad. The first day was just hideous it was not good it was not okay bitch but i just been in here y'all just just like vibing (laughs) just vibing like i really don't know i don't know honestly it could i I mean you can't really pinpoint when you when how you got it the shit but i was just really pissed because I had to miss New Year's Eve, y'all. Like, I've been looking forward to New Year's Eve for the longest. I was finna bust a fit. I was finna eat the girlies up. I was finna eat the girls up, especially when I saw what the bitches was wearing. Wasn't even finna touch me. (laughs) Psych now, but, like, I was so mad. Like, I want to wear these shoes. I wanted to wear these shoes. I wanted to wear... I had a fit to go... Like, y'all, this outfit has been playing in my head for the longest, like... Not not saying it was, like, really outrageous, but I just was looking forward to wearing a fit, like... <laughs> but, man, I was so pissed. Imagine, like, I already had that day off. I had New Year's night. I had that night off. And then I didn't have to go into work the next day until, like, a lot later. So it was, like, basically fucking perfect. But whatever. 
whatever. My birthday is next month. Um, I guess I'll redeem myself there, even though I want to wear something completely different. But, bitch, maybe we'll do more than one event where I can still wear that fit. Um, but, yeah, they done got your girl. They done took your girl out the game. Um, I just been in the house. Uh, honestly, it seems like I've lost a little weight. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, oh, one thing about one thing about it, like I've my appetite came back like quick. Like like I said, the first day was like the worst, so I really didn't want to eat anything. I was just fucking struggling. But like I still like I've had an appetite for like regular hard foods and shit. But honestly, it was like part of me still just I just wanted to eat soup anyway. I like soup anyway, so it's like it was whatever. And plus, like you know when your throat hurt and you want something like something really fucking hot when your throat hurting something really hot running down your throat or something really cold feels so fucking good like it's like a fucking relief so that's why i want to eat my little soups or whatever but yeah you grew up in bitch i'm gonna start a new fucking thing bitch it's called the soup diet bitch soup and orange juice i've been drinking a hell of a lot of orange juice too um but yeah, bitch, and not to put my business out there, but the the coin is looking fucking lovely, bitch. I'm finna sit my ass in the house. Even though I actually, I don't even be doing shit. <laughs> I be in the house anyway, so it's like. But I do spend a lot of money. I do spend a lot of money. I be out shopping and shit, so I do be spending a lot of money, bitch. I'm finna cut down on that because the coin is looking lovely since I've had COVID. Let me tell you that. Um. So that was like an inspiration to sit my my ass down somewhere and stop spending so much unnecessary money. Oh, excuse me. Uh, yeah, I've been I've been binge watching the nanny, and child, let me tell you something. First of all, let me get let's get into it. Let's get into it. Yeah, okay. Bitch, I I've been watching like I used to watch the nanny all the time as a kid. It used to come on. I think it used to come on Nick at night. I think that's. I think you used to come on again. That's either how I got hooked on it. And I know you used to come on a other couple other few channels too. I used to just I used to just watch it like at night. Y'all I was a fucking night owl as a kid. Like sometimes most of the times I am still one for the most part. But definitely as a kid, bitch, I will stay up to shit the next day. I'm not even gonna say a time the next day. Just watching shit. So I used to watch the nanny. That was my shit, like that was my shit. I love the nanny. I love like waiting for, and we'll get into that. We'll get into that in a minute. Waiting for um, Fran and Mr. Sheffield to get the fuck together. I used to adore that shit. Um, and then the fucking fit, honey. Let me tell you something about Fran motherfucking fine slash Fran Dresher. Bitch, she was busting fits. This lady was busting fits every single. I'm not even gonna say every single episode, every single scene, honey. She had a, she had, she was busting a nice fit, and it's crazy. Like she, she recently, the past, I'll say the past few years on social media, she's been getting her flowers for that shit, and it's crazy because it's like timeless. Like she was busting fits that we bust now. Like that's trending now. That's trending maybe trending a decade ago. But it's still trending now. Like it would look good now. Like her body banging. 
And it's like, oh shit, I don't know what I just did. Oh shit. Okay, I, I, think I, fu- I didn't fuck anything up, but maybe I can push something. But y'all, this lady was busting fits. Do you hear me? Do you freaking hear me? <laughs> like, yes, like the, the shit was relevant then and it's relevant now. And it's like, she, I don't know, like, she was just an icon for real. She was a fucking icon. And I recently read, like, she was busting a lot of, like, she was wearing a lot of machino. I think that's how you pronounce it. She was wearing a lot of machino, if you heard of that prayer. But, it's like she was a fucking icon. She was definitely an icon. And that's just what I adored about her. Like nobody's touching her. I remember I think a couple of years ago on Twitter, somebody tried to um compare her to somebody tried to say that Hillary, Hillary Banks from Fresh Prince was seeing her. Baby, first of all, they got fucking ratio because don't you dare mention fucking Fran Fine, baby, when it comes to this fashion shit, okay? Don't, she don't motherfucking hold a candle. Everybody was treating whoever the fuck tweeted that. Everybody was treating their ass because don't no bitch, especially not Hillary, hold a fucking candle to, to Fran Fine, okay? Like, just amazing. And and the reason like I think I really love the nan- the nanny because she was just like she's like why she's it's the same reason why I look up to like um Mindy Kaling, even though she kind of fucking problematic. But Mindy Kaling, Issa Rae, of course, um the girl is like that because like her the character was just like relatable it's like how can I even explain it like it's just relatable like awkward black girl type shit even though she's not black but like Issa Rae like awkward that awkward girl of color who like can make fun of herself and is not fucking perfect but she's still that bitch at the same time like I just adore characters like that. And that's why, like, I I just really fucking look up to her. Look me sounding like a fucking, uh, this is why I sound like a fucking essay, uh, essay bitch. This is why I look up to, um, Fran motherfucking Justin. She is cute and she is smart and she is just that bitch. No, but, like, seriously, though, she's, and everybody got their little, um, thing, you know, Issa Rae, awkward black girl, Mindy Kaling, she the awkward Indian girl, like, but relatable, like, you know what I'm saying? Fucking French, she the Jewish girl, like, she the, she the, um, what they say? The flashy girl from Flesh and Queens, like, it's like, they not, they not scared to be they fucking self type shit, bitch. I just fucking love that, like, I love that trope, like, Love that shit about her. But here's a motherfucking thing. This, this is what I, else what I noticed. A lot of sitcom tropes have is, is, are just really fucking outdated now. And and a lot of people... Somebody else... Um, it's been a Twitter discussion, too. Um, another example, uh, the Parkers. This one trope is uh, that one character... 
most of the time it's the main character chasing after another character. For example, uh, the Parkers. Nikki Parker chasing after Professor Oak the, the entire fucking show, but he don't want her, but she's she wants him, but he don't want her, so she but she's still constantly chasing, chasing. But when um Nikki Parker finally gets a fucking man. That's when uh, Professor Ogilvy, no, no, wait, hold on, I love you. Like, Nikki finally met the man of her dreams type shit for them to get married, I believe. And now, all of a sudden, you want her. And that's the same thing that happened in The Nanny. She, um, the entire time, friend, not, but it, you can see, I noticed the difference after like a certain season where she wanted him even more, like she started to fall like even more in love with him type shit, like chase him more. And, but he was always like, he never wanted to commit type shit. And that, that was always like the, the running joke. And as a kid, it's like, they try to feed, like, honestly, they try to feed that shit to you. Like, oh, wait around. And as a kid, and obviously, you know, the um, that it was a running thing, so it's like that's what they tease you type shit, cause it's a sitcom. They they tease you with the romance or whatever. They want you to hold on. But it's a certain way you do that. I don't like the whole trope where it's like and I obviously I'm looking too deep into it. It's a fucking sitcom, whatever. But um I just don't like the whole thing with you waiting around for a man, but once you get a man, another man, that's when you want to fucking trip. No. And then, like, I struggle. I've been struggling binging the nanny because of this fucking reason. Because, like, um, Fran would get, like, Fran would say, uh, Fran would mention to, um, Actually, no, backtrack. Fran would say in an episode, Fran would get a like a date or some a man, whatever, that he asked, he asked her out on a date, they go on a date. Um then here come fucking Mr. Sheffield, his ass mad as fuck, getting jealous as fuck, outraged as fuck. And then he try to find something wrong with the dude, whatever. Then magically something crazy. Everyone, every single one of friend dates never fucking works out. Something, something end up happening, and they end up not dating no more. Her friend and whatever dude it is, and so that's at the end of the episode. That's when Mr. Sheffield come in like, oh, it's okay. Da 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 da. Then, when, say, friend, at the end of the episode, they finna kiss or something, her and Mr. Sheffield, then Mr. Sheffield be like, you know what? I think it's time to call it a night. Bitch, fuck you! <laughs> okay? Fuck you, bitch. Fuck all that. Because you did all this, all this getting jealous and yelling and shit, but, bitch, when it's time to make a fucking move, you don't want to fucking commit. And that's honestly damn it. Not every episode, but Bitch, damn near every episode. That shit grinds like fucking gears. Cause as a kid, as a kid, I adored it because it's like, oh my gosh, they're not gonna do it yet. They're not gonna kiss yet. Oh my gosh, maybe next episode. Maybe next episode. Even though they kissed a lot, actually, backtrack that they kissed a lot. But I'm the the thing of them getting together. Like, okay, maybe they're gonna get to this episode. Maybe they're gonna get to. Oh my god, they kiss. Oh my god. Oh, but he doesn't mean it. And that's like as a kid is, bitch. Obviously, 
you don't realize. I, I didn't realize it's like. But now watching it now, bitch, that shit grinds the fuck out of my gears. And it may be a little bit projecting. I don't give a fuck if it's projecting, bitch. Because one thing I'm not gonna do is wait around for a fucking man. And that's exactly what she did. Excuse me. Like, y'all, this lady done dated doctors, which was a running joke. First of all, let's talk about how the daddy is fucking hilarious and her mama was fucking hilarious on that show. Like, everybody, like, they, this thing, they knew how to tell a fucking joke, even the kids. And also, what I've noticed is they didn't, they use the kids for the jokes and shit, but not as often as they should have. The kid, like, those kids was talented. They really could, they knew how to, like, tell a joke for real with, like, with their scripts. But anyway, but Fran would date fucking doctors. Fran would date uh, lawyers, just successful rich people like that, fucking famous people. But bitch, here come Mr. Sheffield. Excuse me. Here come Mr. Sheffield shutting shit down, getting jealous of shit. But yeah, at the end of the episode, baby, you don't want to make a fucking move. Like, what the fuck? Also, I, that just made me remember it. What I liked, um, what made her even more related was the eating thing. Like, let's not, like, I just, I don't know. I just fucking love, I love it, y'all. I love it. Like, they would just randomly eat shit. Like, just randomly, like, that was her thing. Like, her whole family thing. I just love it, y'all. I love the relatability. But, yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that. Like it really, I've I've enjoying I'm enjoying like re rewatching the show, but it's like, ugh, that's pissing me the fuck off because I'm not finna wait for you. Imagine they in their fucking thirties, like I'm not finna wait for you, and but you get jealous every time I get it, man. Baby, do you know I would have been quit? I would have been I would have been left his ass. Like, I'm sorry. Not even quick, because, okay, she cared about the And then they tried to make that a thing. Oh, he he doesn't want to commit because he's scared to lose me. He's scared if it doesn't work out that the kids are going to lose me. Bullshit, bitch. If you really fucking care about somebody, you're going to risk it. You're going to risk that shit. I hate that. I do not like how they fed that to us. I don't like that. That's some bullshit, baby. Let me tell you. A bullshit. But... Whatever. Nowadays, honey, you can forget about it. And what, like, I just feel like, I just really think that they should have let Fred have a boyfriend, excuse me, for at least more than a couple episodes, like the same one. That was, I didn't like that. Also, ooh, also, bitch, um, now y'all talk about, y'all talk about how Pam and, not Pam and Gina, um, Martin and Pam had some good banter. Bitch, they ain't even, they are they are not touching Niles and Cece, bitch. Because Niles used to read Cece for fucking filth. And I think that they started, I noticed that they started giving Cece more loves because at first she was not fighting back, honey. Like, I, and I didn't like that either. Like, bitch, give her some loves too. Don't make her no fucking punching bag. But Niles, Niles used to eat her. Like, <laughs> the loves was fucking genius. Like, it was hilarious, G. Hilarious. But they did start giving Cece some shit. But the thing is, 
when Cece would like rebuttal and shit, she, they'll have her do like this like over dramatic laugh after she tell a joke. And I don't like that because it kills the fucking joke. Like, don't do that. Don't do her like that. Don't do her character like that, bitch. Also, Cece was gorgeous. Cece was really gorgeous. But I didn't like that. Like, give my bitch some lines. Stop fucking playing with her. Like, don't do her. But I fucking love that show, though. Other than the obvious problems I just stated, I fucking love that show. Timeless show. It went on for six fucking seasons. Also, what I really find ironic, if y'all didn't know this, uh, Fran Drescher in real life, her um, so her and her um, then-husband, they created the nanny. And I think a couple, a few years after the show ended, um, he came out as gay. And I just kind of find that ironic because they kind of had some situations in the show like there where that kind of happened, which is like, or some jokes like that they mentioned being with somebody that's gay, which I just find that ironic because it's like, damn, bitch, whole time your husband gay in real life, like, damn. Like, yikes. But I think they actually tried to have a show about that. Um, but it obviously didn't go off a lot. Like, I canceled eventually. But they had a show um, based off her finding out that her husband is gay or whatever. I think it's called Happily Divorced or some shit. But I'm about to actually watch that. But yes, I always adore friend that And she, I don't know, she's just that bitch, y'all. She's just that bitch. And I've seen people, I've seen the girls, I think on TikTok it was, tried to have like a little friend gesture thing party. Listen, everybody can't wear that shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, everybody can't, like, they wore what she would wear, but it's like, I'm sorry, like, y'all not doing it like her. It kind of look a mess. Like, you have to, you have to, I feel like wearing certain clothes, you have to exude, like, you have to exhume that personality. Like, you have to... It's not... Like, wearing clothes is not just putting some shit on. Like, you have to... It has to be you. Like, for real. Bitch, some people, you can't put on those stockings and heels. You can't put on them tights and, he, tights and heels and the fucking pistol skirt. Bitch, you gonna look stupid as fuck. But, bitch, Fran Jesha can put that shit on and work it. Like, I'm sorry, but it's raw as fuck though. Even, and another example, the fucking suit. Like she would wear like, um, and I, obviously this was like a trend where with um where she where her character was from and shit, or like their culture and shit. But because her mom, her mom or her aunties or something on the show would also kind of wear it, but they pull it off though because that's them. But the um suit, the little skirts and shit with the um the little blazer or whatever she wore the hell out of it but she didn't look like no old ass lady like she still looked young and she still looked good bitch some some of us we can't wear that shit we go look like we fit to go to sunday service like but like that's my point like you can't just push it on and that knife and that doesn't even just go for um that style that's Every style, a lot of styles, a lot of people try to put on or copy or whatever. And it's just, maybe it's just, you can you can have a recipe, but the sauce will be different. I got that from um, Selling Tampa. I stole that little quote. 
Oh, let's talk about selling Tampa. I don't even think I mentioned selling Tampa. Um, let's talk about it though. I started watching it. Um, if you don't, if you haven't heard of it, it's about these. It's a spinoff from this other show called Selling Sunsets, and basically about this this all black women um, brokerage. Um, so it's just all black women who are real estate agents. And girl, Goyo, it's it's really good. I'm kind of disappointed it was only like seven or eight episodes. I'm really disappointed. But honestly, people people kind of shitted a couple people. I see shitted on the show, not shit on it, but basically saying just pointed out like flaws in it. And I've seen a few people say like selling sunset is actually better. But then I've seen people say that this is actually way better too. I don't know. Girl. I'm gonna have to watch selling. At first, I wasn't going to watch Hello Sunset, but now I kind of want to watch it. Excuse me. But, very good show, though. Um, what did I really want to highlight from that show? Mm. I guess I'll summarize a little, because I kind of want to talk, touch on this. Um, I'll summarize a little bit of the plot. Basically, um, there's a woman... Uh, she dates just don't she dates Osho Cinco whatever <laughs> um he just I'm sorry he just give me a shit vibes but she's um she owns the brokerage she's a uh she's a broker and the difference between a real estate agent and a real estate broker is a broker can um a broker can damn what is the difference I know the difference I actually knew the difference before I fucking started watching it um Oh, a broker can own, like, shit, a brokerage. But the agents, they just sell the houses or whatever, and they get they, they get a commission, and the rest of it goes to the broker. Um, but, yeah, so the lady who owns the brokerage, she, and I think they start the season, the episode off of this or whatever, but they, she informs everybody, like, they, they get, they, they have to, I guess give up more of their commission or whatever. A higher, I think it goes up by fifteen percent. Not their commission, but what they have to. Their split, their split goes up fifteen percent. So basically, they losing money. Um, then uh, the one of the ladies who've been with her since the beginning, she um, she kind of just asked like, oh. Are we going to expect more? Like, is it going to go more in the future? Like, are we, do we have to expect that? Well, basically, other girl feels, the um, lady who owns it feels fucking up, get uptight. She feels some type of way about it, her saying something. And then she she basically says, like, well, I can control my calendar. That's her favorite fucking line. Control my calendar if you want to discuss more. Basically, she kind of just snaps. And here's the thing. I don't fucking like that because I feel like, I feel like, if I'm inquiring about my money, I should be able to ask. I should be able to ask. That's my thing. Anyway, I'm not going to get into that because I don't, I didn't even want to make this long. But um, anyway, so she does feel some type, the lady who says something feels some type of way about it. I need to, what's her name? I actually do remember her name. I don't remember her name. I'm sorry. But she feels some type of way about how that shit went. Or whatever. So she thinks about. So I no. She she got her broker's license. 
I think she got it beforehand. So she thinks about opening up her own little brokerage. And she goes to these other two girls who are like the best seller um, agents in the brokerage. And she tells them about it, basically hinting that, okay, if I break off from the brokerage or whatever and open open up my own shit, I want y'all to come with me. She didn't say that, but she kind of hinted at it. And one of the girls, imagine the, these two girls, these two agents are like besties, like the um, the two girls she went to. They are besties, so whatever. They like two pieces of the pot. Um, so she she tells them one of the besties who I feel like is just a fucking camouflage. Like y'all know that people who just go along with anything, just agree with it, like. That's what she is to me. Like I see, I, I know, I, I see the type of nigga you are. Like I can, I can tell what type of girl she is. I can, I see it right through this fucking screen, bitch. Like what type of bitch she is. So she, she, and and the reason, actually, the reason I even peeped that is because it was another scene where like she was talking to her best friend or whatever, the other girl, and she was just, it was, she was like, well, how do you feel about it? They was talking about something totally different. How do you feel about this? She was like, uh, yeah, it's whatever. She was like, oh, it's whatever. Yeah, it's whatever. Like, just, just leeching, like, just being camouflaged. Like, don't got they, don't got her own thoughts, opinions, or personality type shit. I see the type of bitch she is. But anyway, um, so yeah, the lady went to to those two, and the the camouflage bitch. She was basically like, "Oh, I think that's a good idea. Well, you know, I want to keep my options open. I consider that basically saying that she if she, uh, if the lady do open up her own brokerage, that she gonna go right along with her." But the other girl was like, "Oh, I don't know. I don't like how you coming to us. Excuse me, and not telling." The lady who owns the brokerage, I don't like how you're not telling her. It seems like you're trying to snatch us up away from her on some snake shit, which I agree with. Don't if you gon' if you gon' open up your own shit, open up your own shit, but don't try to steal her fucking ages behind her back like that. I don't like that. So basically, um, the lady ended up finding out the lady who owns the brokerage. Uh, she ends up finding out. And she has a dinner with the two agents that she tried to snatch up, that the other lady tried to snatch up. And um, so at the dinner, which I knew, I knew this bitch was going to do, the um, the girl who, who's a fucking flip-flopper, she fucking flip-flopped, bitch. And she basically was, she tried to downplay how to fucking conversation with mind you in another episode she went with the girl she went with the lady to look at offices and every fucking thing but um she tried to downplay basically how that whole situation went basically tried to she basically tried to make it seem like she wasn't all for that shit when she was and her friend her friend was like no that's not how that went like you're downplaying shit that's not how it went and so it was a whole thing where she felt like that she her friend threw her under the bus. And me and my cousin and my mom had like kind of at first it was me and my cousin who had a disagreement about it. And then my mom was like, well, my cousin, so my cousin said basically she's bogus as fuck for throwing her under the bus. And honestly, when I first seen somebody else on Twitter actually said that same thing. But I didn't look at it like that. Like I just didn't look at it like that because I'm not I I I think now I get it at, like after I thought about it 
<clears throat> excuse my voice, y'all, whatever, you know, I got COVID, whatever. But um, after I thought about it, I kind of see, okay, yeah, sure, that's, that is bogus. Okay, I, okay, fine. Because now I'm thinking about, okay, if it was my best friend, I guess I'm not going to throw her in the bus. But I, you not finna, you just not finna lie like that. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you not finna lie like that. But you just not finna lie because, like, you just a whole fucking flip-flopper. Like, I'm sorry. Like, she just really just downplayed that shit. But I guess, yeah, don't throw your fucking friend under the bus. Check her ass with a fucking whole meeting over, with a whole dinner over, whatever. But, bitch, you just not finna lie like that. Like, you wouldn't offer this lady going at, to this lady brokerage like that. Like, fuck that. But... That's that's what I wanted to fucking highlight about that. It's a I think it's a decent show. It's a good show. I'm definitely gonna watch the next season. I hope they have a fucking reunion. Um Yeah. It's it's really good. I love seeing black women be fucking luxurious as black women making their fucking money. Like the girls look good on camera. Like it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Let me see what else um what else I wanted to talk about? If I have anything else. Um, honestly, I think that's it for this episode. I think that's it. Um, but once again, thank you for listening. Also, fucking shout out to Esteban, my friend Esteban, for uh, um, mixing the last episode. Like, that shit sounds... Fucking amazing. That shit sound amazing. Like, shout out to him. Um, he'll be he'll be doing that shit for the rest of my episodes. So yes, the man is learning. And he he's fucking progressing and he's doing his shit with the mixing and the sound shit. So shout out to him. Y'all know I'm I don't know how this shit work. I don't <laughs> I don't know, but he's he's been doing a good job explaining to me everything. Um, so yeah, shout out to him. Um, make sure y'all leave a review in the Apple Pod. I am I'm working on. Um, I want to find a good video editor. It's not gonna be no video or nothing. It's still just gonna be the cover, but still to just um, transfer the sound into. Uh, um, you know what I'm saying? Like into a video format. I want to find a good software for that. So I mean, so I can um eventually start uploading to YouTube and I'm gonna get that, I'ma get that set up. But yes, make sure y'all leave a review on um Apple Pod. The link to my pod to get to my podcast will always be on my Instagram. If you don't follow me on Instagram, my name is Ginger. Gingers underscore L underscore. So it's G-I-N-G-E-R-S underscore A-L-E underscore. And um, if you have me on Facebook, that sounds ridiculous. But I mean, a lot of y'all from Facebook, my Facebook do listen. <laughs> but um, I'm going to put my link. My link is actually already on my page. It's on my Facebook. It's on my page. So if you go to my page, you can just click on a link or whatever. And plus, I always post a link every time I post a new episode. Um, if you subscribe 
on the Apple Pod and on Spotify, you will get a notification that a new um a new episode drops, so you don't even have to look for my post. But um, so yeah, so that's why y'all have to make sure you subscribe. Um, even if you, like if you, I know some people don't listen to podcasts regularly, so y'all may not know how to fuck the shit work. Um. But you have apps. Sometimes you may have Apple Podcasts, the app already on your freaking phone, babe. You have an iPhone, babe. But if not, just download it. It works just like, um, damn near just like your music app. But I know some of y'all ghetto ass don't even use music app. Y'all use music, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, just if, when you subscribe, maybe you get the notification that my shit pops up. Um, you get the notification from Spotify, too. I just like the way the Spotify looks. Um, yeah, baby, you can just listen to me. I'll get it on YouTube because I know some of you young boy, um, NBA young boy-esque people, uh, y'all listen to y'all YouTube, y'all shit on YouTube. So, yes, um, thank you for listening once again. Try not to make this this fucking long. It's only 48 minutes. That's good. Um, yeah, see you next time.